Hey there, it's your career insider, Cindy Thomas, welcoming you into another episode of the Insights Career Club. Our podcast helps job seekers succeed in their job search. But did you know that we also coach professionals throughout their careers? As an in-house talent acquisition person, you know by now that I've interviewed thousands of candidates and worked with hundreds of hiring managers to fill positions over a career of 25 plus years. My coaching sessions will help you understand what managers look for when hiring. And if you listen to the podcast regularly, you can learn a lot. You'll find free job search support on our website and a variety of paid career services to meet your needs. And don't forget about our newsletter. You can sign up for that on the site. Now stay tuned. There's a great podcast coming up. Hey, Insiders. This is episode 15, and it's the final episode for season two. It's a short episode, but it's one that's packed with the wisdom of hundreds of compiled years of work experience. Now, if that doesn't pique your interest, I don't know what will. As I interviewed my guests this podcast season, I asked them to share their best advice with us. So think about it. If you were going to give a friend or a family member your best career advice, what would it be? I asked my guests, what is your best career advice? As well as what is your best career advice for someone wanting to get into your chosen career? Our first bit of friendly advice comes from Sanseri Tonsil. She's the broadcast journalist I interviewed in episode four. She has some life advice to share with us. Here it comes. Best career advice that you've received? I don't know so much that it's career advice as it being life advice. I wish I would have heard it and been able to embrace it much earlier in life. Mm -hmm. But I would say it's do it afraid. Do it afraid. I'm a person that likes to feel prepared and feel ready for the next whatever it is, the next step, the next job, the next position. And so in my mind, when I'm ready and when someone should be, you know, willing to look at me for whatever that is, like I have to be so thoroughly like put together. Mm -hmm. That's how I think about it. And not wanting to feel afraid, do it. Do it when you don't feel ready. Do it. Just do it afraid. Next up, we hear from Wesley Burwell. He's in episode six. He's the VP of HR. He's got some comprehensive career advice to share with us. Appreciate the try before you buy, Wes. It's a great suggestion. Who gave you the best career advice you ever received? It has to be my my old boss, the controller, Tony Stone, um, the one who who he's the one who got me into HR. And I and I have to say it changed my life and and I never would have considered if it wasn't for him. So, yeah, absolutely. Hands down. Best advice. OK. All right. And the advice basically was to try something new and different. Huh? Yeah, it was really to explore my passion for developing people for helping staff, but also in the service of the organization. I mean, remember, I was, an, I was an accountant. I was solely focused on the company, but I said, you know, we're not going to be successful unless we take care of our people. And that was myself. And he heard it and said, you should do this. Great, great. Now, if you were speaking to a young mentee, uh, maybe someone in high school, maybe someone that's entering in college or in college and 
not quite sure that they wanted to go into HR, what career advice would you give them? If you're not sure if you like a particular career path, I would say temp in it. Working in an area is the best way to really learn about it, whether or not you intern at it, you take a temp job doing it, or you know you commit to taking a job for a year and, and testing it out. Uh, when we're young is the best time to do that. We are the most open and people want to help you when you're young. If you are eager and you are willing, the doors are open for you. Yeah, that's true. I can think of all the help I got when I was young. And I also very much agree with taking a, a temp job or a semi-permanent job, something, even a part-time job in an area of a company that you think you might want to work for or in a department that you think you might want to work for, because it's a great way, as we know, to get an right. inside look Yeah, that you won't get otherwise. Now, coming up from episode seven, there's some sound advice from Aaron K. Hamilton. He's actually a professional musician and teacher. Here it comes. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Make sure that when you're ready to release something to the public, that you're okay with living with it. If you can't live with it, don't release it. What we do as musicians now gets us the next gig. Okay. And then what would be your best advice to parents of buddy musicians? Don't believe all the misconceptions, the taboos that you hear about the music industry. The music industry at large is over a 10 billion plus. Just the music industry Take your time and do the education if that child really wants to be a part of it and support them. And just do the research for yourself mm -hmm. because it's a lucrative thing about sound. It's never going to go away. It's always going to be a part of us, which means there's always going to be jobs and opportunities, whether it's in teaching, performing, creating, all that stuff. You just have to do a little bit of research and then find the areas where there are, where there is music and get them involved in it. Because once that child gets involved in something that's going to give them some support, they'll do the, the rest of the legwork. That's a huge misconception because parents don't want to support something where they don't feel that there's an opportunity for the child to be able to provide for themselves. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Aaron, for that wisdom. It's good for budding musicians to hear as well as their parents. From episode eight, our next piece of best advice comes from Macy Obernuferman. She's a TV news producer. Now I want to note here, Macy was unable to share her advice live due to time constraints, but she sent her advice via email. So I'm standing in as Macy's proxy and sharing it with you for her. Here it comes. Her best career advice was, it's a small business. Be good to everyone. She has friends and former co-workers at TV and radio stations, online publishers, and newspapers all over the world. You never know who you'll run into again. And her best advice for someone wanting to get into this business is, this job isn't for the faint of heart. Prepare for long hours and small salaries. You'll work holidays, early mornings, and late nights. And be passionate. If you don't love what you do, then why do it? Thanks, Macy. That was great advice. 
Kudos, Macy. That's sound logic and great advice that anyone can use. In episode nine with Phil Johnson, who's the CEO of the MBL program, he teaches executives to develop emotional intelligence. He shared this morsel of advice. Here it comes. What is the best career advice, Phil, that you have ever received? Develop your emotional intelligence. I'm very serious about this. The development of your emotional intelligence will absolutely guarantee your career and personal success. It will guarantee the rest of your life is the best of your life. Mm. I can tell you, though, that it's harder than hell to do. There's significant both biological and sociological resistance to change, and you should really get somebody to help you through the journey. Bet on yourself. Develop your emotional intelligence. Great advice, Phil. Let's be sure to believe in ourselves and bet heavily on the fact that we will succeed. In episode 12, our next piece of crucial career advice comes from Brandon Leibowitz. Now he's the CEO of SEO Optimizers. And the first question is, what's the best advice you ever received regarding your career? Getting mentors. Okay. And what is working with a mentor done for you then? Well, help you skip all the headaches that they've learned over the years or things that worked and didn't work and focus on what works and help you skip all that from the headaches that they've gone through. Yeah, I kind of wish I'd had one. I kind of had unofficial ones, but I wish I had had one, you know, throughout my career. What is the best advice you have for young aspiring marketing folks? Just get out there and try things out, see what you like, travel before you start working, get out there and enjoy life before you're stuck doing work all day long. Yeah, it's true because you, your time is not your own once you start working. Brandon, that's great advice. Yes, get a mentor, people. Let's not forget having a mentor is great advice for anyone entering into the world of work. And it doesn't matter where you work or what arena or industry you're in. It can be corporate, it can be skill trades, the entertainment business, wherever you may be building your career, get yourself a mentor. They can help you navigate your company culture and the nuances of business. They can help guide your career along too. It's good to have a mentor to help you in your chosen career. My last guest advice comes from episode 14 with Robert Persichetti. He's a certified public accountant and a certified financial planner. Here it comes. What would be the best career advice you ever received? I was working at PwC Big Four accounting firm, kind of starting to get burnt out a little bit. And I switched there from the government. I had a, a little bit difficult of a time going home when there was still work on my plate. Right. Uh, at the government, I'd always just go and finish my tasks, usually before five o'clock and go home. And mm-hmm. working in public accounting, I always had work left over. And I had a manager mm-hmm. who told me the work is going to be there at yeah. this company. You can work for 24 hours a day and not run out of things to do. We don't want you to do that because... And you need to get all the important stuff done. And then at a Mm -hmm. certain point, you need to go home and relax and be prepared to tackle the next day. And then if someone wanted to get into your 
profession. What would be your best career advice for them? So number one, uh, CPA or get out of the way. There is a huge difference in the quality of jobs for CPAs and non-CPAs. And Mm. so if you think, I don't know if I can pass this test or I don't want to invest the time to pass this test, Mm -hmm. you might want to rethink it and you might not want to be an accountant because the accountants who do not pass the CPA, who do not have that license, don't have as good a jobs. Now, I'm not saying that that's the way it should be or if that's an accurate measure of somebody's skill. I think there are a lot of very talented accountants out there without their CPAs. But I also Mm -hmm. know that those accountants make less than me even if they're smarter, even if they work harder, because that's how the industry is set up. Mm -hmm. If you're afraid of it, if you're not sure if you could take it, the advice that I give everybody is study. And I've never met a person who studied the recommended amount and failed. Never. It's about 200 to 250 hours per test. And there are four tests. Mm -hmm. So set aside that time. If you can't, if you can't make that work, maybe choose a different profession because you're mm-hmm. going to be climbing uphill without it. It's going to be very tough without mm-hmm. it. That's great advice, especially since, um, you know, money is a factor, but also the quality of work is a factor. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have more choices, it sounds like that's the way to go. Yeah, it's not It's not just money. There's a ton of CPA firms that are really flexible, you know, give people lots of time off. If that's what you want, you can do that, but... You can do that as a CPA. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. You don't have as much choice if you don't have those credentials behind you. Robert, thank you for that lesson in learning to prioritize your work, as well as going the extra mile to obtain any certifications you need so that you can qualify for more interesting work or higher paid work. Well said. Now, I wanted to share some more career advice with you because. Actually, in the last two seasons, that's what I've been doing, right? I very much agree that all of my guests had great advice that they offered to us. My own career advice offering is to first off, get clarity on what career you want to be your life's work. Now, sometimes we know what we want to do from a young age, and sometimes we decide later. But for some of us, it happens that... What we want to do can come to a dead end, either when we're working and it just stopped, or the work presents sacrifices that as an individual, because of whatever your circumstances, you aren't prepared for, or you cannot make, or you're not prepared to make. For example, I trained in college to be an educator, and I did teach for several years. However, During my early career, there came a time when I couldn't find work because in California, the schools were closing. Lots of schools were closing at that time. And I didn't want to move out of state. I mean, would you move out of California? After a few different positions, I landed in HR. And I've actually been there ever since in talent acquisition. The work in TA as a recruiter, a manager, a director was work that I loved. And I thrived in it. I had a passion for it. Both seasons of the Insights Career Club podcast are loaded with more advice from me for your careers. Take some time and go back and review some of those podcasts. I think they will be very beneficial to you. 
Now, when it comes to your career, it's good to remember you're in it for the long haul. And it's okay to change directions. As Wes Burwell, Phil Johnson, and my own career have demonstrated. But remember that you need to be methodical about how you determine where to focus your career efforts. And remember too, there should also be some element of passion for the work. Now it's okay if you don't know where to start and you need help, get yourself a career coach. I'd love to help you figure out where to focus your career. I cannot believe that we're at the end of another season of our career podcast. Like I mentioned earlier, this is the final episode for season two. I'll be working on bringing you more great podcasts for season three, and we'll start again in January 2023. But you will hear from me while the show's on hiatus. I'll continue to send our business, news, and trends newsletter out every other month. The next issue will be coming out in August. You can connect with me on LinkedIn and get my weekly inspirational posts. And there may be a, who knows, a few pop-up podcasts happening as well. So stay tuned with us. And then lastly, you can always sign up for a personal coaching session with me. If you want to work on your career, you can do that on our website. Thank you for joining us this season and for your continued support. So glad you joined us today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like us because your ratings matter. We'll be bringing you new podcasts every two weeks on the first and third Wednesdays. My goal is to help you, my valued listeners in your job search, and continue to help you right on through your work life. To make that happen, though, your support is needed. By listening regularly, we can keep this going. But you can also help by sharing the podcast with your network of friends, family, and coworkers. Ask them to listen. We're on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and so many more. Not so podcast savvy? Tell them they can go to listen on our website at www.insiderscareerclub.com. I appreciate your support. Stay safe and take care.